and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week, I'm talking about my picks for the best table service restaurants on the Disney dining plan, so let's dive in. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, the medicine go down, medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful way. Welcome again, everyone, to episode 33. Dining is possibly my favorite topic to talk about related to visiting Walt Disney World, so I am thrilled to focus on table service dining this week. 33 is actually my favorite number, so it makes sense that this episode is about food. So Amber in the Budget Mouse Facebook group, which you are welcome to join if you haven't already, just search for the Budget Mouse on Facebook. You have to ask to join and I will add you. She asked for recommendations for table service restaurants. She wrote, we will be on the meal plan. I'm looking for places that my husband and I will enjoy. Hello, drinks and good food, but still have great choices for the kids. So I'm with you there, Amber. First, I want to define what table service means at Disney World. So these are restaurants where you either order off a menu and have the food delivered to you by a server, or you have a buffet. Some have characters, some do not or family style meals, which is where there's a set menu and food is just brought to you in courses. And some of those also have characters. So the the difference is we're not talking quick service meals where you order at a counter. We're talking table service meals, particularly table service meals where you can use the Disney dining plan, which is actually most places. Um, So since Amber's on the dining plan, I'm focusing on restaurants that have quality food and drinks that are a good value on the dining plan. That basically means where you're not gonna lose money by being on the plan at these restaurants. But before I get into the details, I'm thrilled that I get to thank three new patrons who are now supporting the show on Patreon. So special thanks to Lisa, Chelsea, and Lakin. They and my other patrons get access to special content such as behind the scenes videos, blog posts, and patrons only podcast episodes where I share tricks that are just a little too good to share publicly. So you can find out more at patreon.com and support starts at only $2 a month. Okay, first let's talk the Disney dining plan. So in this episode, I am referencing mostly the standard Disney dining plan, which costs $75 for adults and $28 for kids in 2019. And there are other Disney dining plans that are available, the quick service plan and the deluxe dining plan, but I am focusing mostly on the standard Disney dining plan in this episode. So what you get for that $75 a day is one table service meal per day, per person on your reservation. You get one quick service meal, two snacks, and then your refillable mug that you can use at your resort throughout your stay. So the way I estimate if something is a good value on the dining plan is I've broken down the part of the plan and assign them value. So I estimate that the per day the mug works out to be about $4 and that's estimating like a five-day trip. Your snacks are about worth $8, your quick service meal is about $18, and that leaves $45 for your table service meal. So if any meal is over $45, that will give you a good value on the dining plan. Included with that table service meal credit, you get your entree, 
a dessert and a beverage, or if it's at a buffet or all you care to enjoy meal, you get that plus your beverage. So at many places, you can switch out your dessert for soup or salad if you don't want dessert. Um, not everyone is aware of this, so just ask your server what you could have instead of a dessert if you want to share a dessert among the table or share two desserts among the table and not have everyone get dessert. And also, the dining plan includes alcoholic beverages now. So before 2018, you could only order non-alcoholic beverages with the dining plan, but now you can basically order any beverage. So that made it very easy to get your value out of the plan if you're going to buy an adult beverage anyway. You tend to be able to get your full value out of the plan at basically any character meal, lunch, or dinner because they are now all $55 or more for the most part. So character meals in general represent a good value on the plan. Some character breakfasts are actually under the $45 mark, so they might not be the best value. But if you want them for some special reason, such as a pre-park opening access, then I say absolutely use your dining plan for those. So to explain the pre-park opening thing a little more, one example that I like a lot is the Garden Grill at Epcot is in the Land Pavilion. It is an all-you-care-to-enjoy, as Disney calls it, meal with um, some characters, and they do a breakfast starting at 8 a.m., that is an hour before Epcot officially opens. If you can snag an 8 a.m. or a little bit after reservation, you'll have plenty of time to eat your meal and then be done before nine. And what they do is allow the people who have eaten breakfast at Garden Grill to get in line for Soren before anyone else can get there. And oftentimes they'll even run Soren one time through just for the people who are at the character breakfast um, to get them through first before everyone else gets in line behind them. So if you're on the dining plan, by all means, use your credit for an experience like that, even if it's under the $45 mark. So I'm gonna start with my character meals that I think have the best food and experience and that are good value on the plan. So the first one is actually a new one that I haven't been to yet, but I've heard only good things about, and that is the Storybook Dining at Artist Point. That is a former signature restaurant at Wilderness Lodge, and this is just a dinner meal. It has Snow White, the Evil Queen, and a few of the dwarves. And it, out of pocket, would cost $58, which makes it a great value on the dining plan. The, the meal is highly themed and very fun. I can't wait to check it out. I'm going to try and check it out sometime this year. So that is a great redemption if you can get a reservation for that. Next is Akershus Royal Banquet Hall, and that is in the Norway Pavilion in Epcot. That is a meal with the princesses. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner is going to be a good redemption of a dining plan credit there. And I love the experience at Akershus. I've done a full review on the blog, and I will link to it in the show notes. Um, it is a great use of one table service credit. I believe dinners there are 65 so you're going to get way beyond the $45 value of the plan by having dinner there with the princesses. Again, though, you need to get reservations for that as soon as possible, the 60-day, I'm sorry, the 180-day window if you can. Another good character meal on the dining plan is Chef Mickey's. That is pricey for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So again, grab reservations for that. My personal favorite meal with Mickey is at Tusker House, and that is at Animal Kingdom. And for lunch and dinner, you're going to get great value out of the plan. Um, you meet Mickey, Min Minnie, yeah, Daisy, Donald, 
and goofy. I think you meet all of the Fab Five there. Um, and they also offer a Rivers of Light dining package that would be a little bit more out of pocket, but it's still one table service credit on the plan. So in addition to your meal at Tusker House, you also get preferred seating for River of Light and the preferred seats are excellent. And so if you can snag a reservation for that, on the dining plan, you'll get even more for your credit by getting the meal plus the reserved seating. Crystal Palace is the character meal at Magic Kingdom that has Winnie the Pooh and friends, and that is a much loved place and is a great value on the dining plan for lunch or dinner. 1900 Park Fair for dinner is another one of my favorite character meals. I am laughing because the characters are so funny there. So it's Cinderella, Prince Charming, and the the stepmother and the stepsisters and particularly the stepsisters and the stepmother are so much fun to interact with so um that's actually a great character meal for adults to go to if you don't have kids because of how fun the characters are their gags and jokes they are too much um so that is a great value on the dining plan as well at dinner so i have to give an honorable mention to one other one that i haven't been to but this is hollywood and vine that has disney junior characters and it's at Hollywood Studios. The food is spotty. I've heard not that great things about it. However, if your kids love Disney Junior, that is a great chance to get them to interact with the characters. And they also offer a fantastic dining package at Hollywood and Vine. That is a great value. You get a character meal and preferred seating for Fantasmic, which is such a great show. So if possible, and you can get a dining package, you can go to that, but just don't expect the best food. It's really about the characters and the dining package there. So now my favorite meals that are do not have characters, um, that are just one table service credit on the dining plan, I'm going to start with Boma. That is the buffet at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It is my favorite restaurant at Disney World. It's incredible. I've been there an embarrassing number of times and the food is always good. Like everything I put in my mouth is good there. Um, it's now $52 for dinner. So it's a great value on the dining plan. And I have taken picky eaters there before and that's their favorite restaurant they go to on the trip. So don't be scared to go to Boma because there is some African influence in the food, but it is made for the American palate. I promise. Um, another good choice is Chefs de France. And that is in the France Pavilion in Epcot. And they have a pre-fee menu that's like a fixed price menu um, that is great value. And actually a lot of the entrees are great value. So when you add up kind of the average price of the entree plus a dessert or salad or soup, plus an, an alcoholic beverage, you're way over the $45 mark there and at all five of these table service restaurants. So I picked them because of that and that there's great food. So another place which some people say the food is an experience is not great, but I have always had a good experience at is Coral Reef. Um, the key here is to be prepared to wait for a table on the first level. When you check in for your reservation, just say, we want a table on the first level, we will wait as long as it takes and be prepared to wait 30 minutes or more. But the experience there is so much better on the ground floor. I have gone there and sat in the way back before. It's not good. I mean, it's the whole point is to be close to the aquariums. So, you know, Coral Reef is in the Seas Pavilion at Epcot and the whole front wall of the restaurant is, um, 
an aquarium, you know, glass looking into the aquarium. And it's really great. We've had seats right by the windows before, and it's so much fun. I find the seafood to be really good there. It is a little weird to be eating the fish, watching the fish swim by, but if you can get over that, it's a great experience. So another one that is excellent is Ohana for dinner. That's at the Polynesian. And I would say all of these restaurants, you'll need to get reservations well in advance. You can't really expect to um, grab a reservation there um, short term, unless it's at the very, very last minute. Reservations do open up at mostly all of these places 24 hours in advance as people cancel their reservations at the last minute. So um, if you're flexible and you don't have a reservation, but you want to grab a good place to eat at the last minute, you may be able to. So Ohana's All You Care to Enjoy. It is a character meal at breakfast, but it is not at dinner. It's, um, you know, Polynesian inspired food. It is so good. Um, lots of meat, um, great noodles and pot stickers and great dessert. I mean, you had to practically roll my husband and I out of there the first time we ate there because we didn't leave room for dessert. But the dessert was so good, we couldn't stop eating it. It's bread pudding. It's outstanding. So um, my last one is a little bit risky, but it has awesome cocktails. So for that reason, it's on the list. And that is the San Angel in in Mexico Pavilion. It also has a fantastic setting that I remember eating there as a kid, like a seven-year-old kid. And it just impressed me so much that we were at this restaurant by like a river at night and it was inside a pavilion and it was all fake. <laughs> it just really wowed me. Um, it is a lovely setting and um, the food can be hit or miss, but the cocktails are so good. So they're to a lot of tequila inspired cocktails and the cocktails can be upwards of $15. So you're going to get great value um, on your plan there. So I also want to include a few two credit dining places. They are in general hard to get a good value on the plan because you're looking at a $90 minimum redemption for the dining plan for two table service credits. But there are three places where you're going to get good value on the plan. So the first is actually also a character meal, and it is Cinderella's Royal Table. Now, the lunch and dinner price is up to $82 a person there, but, and that doesn't get to the $90. However, the tip is included in the credit. So on an $82 meal, and you're looking at a $15 tip, that puts it up above the $90 mark. So if you want to experience it, I've been one time, and it is nice, but I would not do it regularly and I would not pay $82 for it out of pocket, but it's an amazing setting being able to eat in the castle and the characters are really good and it's special. You get a little wand and it's a nice experience for the kids. The next place is in the running with Boma for my favorite restaurant at Disney World. I haven't been there as many times because of the price involved, but it is California Grill and that is on top of the Contemporary Resort. It is a wonderful restaurant for a special occasion and it just has outstanding food. Every time I have been has been outstanding. So there you will get one entree, one dessert and a drink. The glasses of wine start at about $15 there, so that adds to the value. And also, 
On the dessert menu is their cheese plate, which has a value of $22. So that means that you can order that instead of your dessert if you would like. And that is a nice way to start your meal and then just share dessert if you're there with a couple. I will say it's fine dining, but it is very kid friendly. My daughter has been there several times. It is not a place to be intimidated by. And a bonus of eating there is that you will be able to return during the fireworks time, regardless of when you eat. If you show your receipt, you can get back in and you can watch the fireworks from the viewing deck, which is off it's outside and off the sides of the restaurant. So a great use of two table service credits there. It's easy to get a $90 value out of your meal. Okay, and the last place is Narcusis, which is at the Grand Floridian. So if you want lobster on your Disney vacation or a surf and turf, um, you can definitely get the $90 value out of the dining plan at Narcusis if you um, are choosing some of the more expensive entrees on the menu. And um, I haven't been there personally, but I have only heard good things. Again, it's an, a good place for a special occasion um, if you're celebrating. That will wrap up my recommendations for the best table service restaurants on the dining plan. I gave you six character meals plus an honorable mention and five just regular table service meals plus three signature dining places that I think are the best choices on the dining plan. Now I just decided spur the moment that I'm going to do a follow-up to this episode (laughs) and next week I want to talk about the best um, table service dining when you are not on the dining plan. So some of this may be overlap because some of these places are excellent regardless of if you're paying out of pocket or on the dining plan. Um, And I want to add in my favorite places to eat when I am not on the dining plan, which is more often than not, I am not using the dining plan. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And you can always find me on my blogs. That's The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at The Budget Mouse. And I'm on Facebook in The Budget Mouse Facebook group, which please join. We have over a thousand members there. Everyone is really helpful. If you have questions about planning your Disney vacation and want to ask for help, please come and join us there. So thanks again and have a magical day. 